What's up, y'all? It's Alex Miller from The Eagle. You're listening to The Eagle's News Podcast. Today, joined by The Eagle's education reporter, Cassidy Pate Stodderman. Cass, how's it going? It's going well, Alex. Thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> Fight, fighting the allergies as well? or um, I'm doing all right. Well, that's good because I'm <laughs> dying over here. I probably just jinxed it, though, so <laughs> we'll see what tomorrow brings. Well, hey, we got you in today because, hey, there's been some big developments in the College Station School District this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, Superintendent Mike Martindale, he announced his retirement on March 21st, mm-hmm. and that was the same day that the school board approved and finalized its long-range facilities and bond planning committee membership list, something that we've been following over the last couple months. Yeah, absolutely. It was a big meeting for sure, so excited to talk about what it brought. Yeah, so let's just let's just kind of break down what's going on in College Station. So first, let's kind of start with the district's new superintendent search. Yeah, absolutely. So w- before we dive into Mike Martindale's retirement, I thought we could first provide some background. Yeah. Yeah, so Martindale has been with the College Station School District since 2007, first as principal of Rock Prairie Elementary and then principal of College Station High School. He was hired as the district's chief financial officer and deputy superintendent in January 2016 and was named superintendent in April 2020, right before the pandemic hit. So during his time as superintendent, Martindale led the district through a strategic planning process in 2021 and the CSISD voter approved tax ratification election in November 22 that substantially increased teacher and staff pay. And his last date is set to be June 30th. Yeah, so, you know, he's he's been around for a hot minute, yeah. so, but, uh, okay, so we're recording this, this is Thursday, mm-hmm. so on Monday, you were at a special school board meeting, and the board members, they selected a search firm for their superintendent search, which mm-hmm. kind of gave a little bit of a glimpse where the district's probably going to go from here. Right, right, for sure. So on Monday, the board heard from three candidates for the superintendent search firm, and they unanimously selected N2 Learning to assist them with finding a replacement for Martindale. And with a 7-0 to vote, N2 Learning was chosen. And during that meeting, two representatives from N2 came in and spoke to the board kind of about their process and their goals for this process. Um, And so these two men actually have significant ties to the district, which I thought was interesting. Um, Eddie Colson served as College Station Superintendent from 2006 to 2014, and Brad Lancaster attended kindergarten through 12th grade in the College Station School District, as well as accepted his first teaching job and worked as an assistant principal and principal within the district. So N2 Learning has only done one superintendent search thus far for Midway um, ISD, in Waco, but they have done a lot of searches for other executive positions throughout the Texas school districts. So in a nutshell, into learnings partnership with the district will allow them to assist the board as they build a superintendent profile. So what they want to see in their next superintendent and um, they'll help recruit and vet candidates and facilitate, facilitate the interview and selection processes. Yeah. You know, Dr. Colson and Link, they're, they're certainly people that around here people know them and who mm-hmm. they are and what they've done in the past right and you know i think in in their presentation you know they they noted like hey we don't have a lot of experience so our reputation's kind of it's kind of hinging on this right. so you know they're they're a local group though and, and that's something that the board members it seemed to like yeah yeah definitely so board member darren Payne, he actually expressed how that local tie and that emotional connection could help 
Colson and Lancaster as they strive to succeed in this process. And even board president Jeff Horak, he talked about how he was going to be able to go over to their office and meet with them face to face, which he said was going to be really important throughout this process, because this is the first time that the College Station School District has done an external process for the superintendent search in a, in a long while. So. Yeah. So, you know, I think I read it was like 17 years, which I believe was when Eddie Colson was hired mm. as superintendent. If wow. you go back that far. Okay. Yeah. So that would be three superintendents ago. Yeah. Well, Martindale's last day is June 30th. Mm-hmm. So I, I think what everybody wants to know is what, what's the timeline for this search? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the specific dates are still to be determined. The board has to meet with into learning and figure out how fast they want the process to go into was very open to the idea of making it faster or slower, whatever the board wanted, basically. So they're going to work with the board to determine that specific timeline. At this point, the district could have a superintendent contract signed by July 1st if they move that process fast. Um, And so now that the board is with into learning, the next step will just be meeting with them and specifying all of those details. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So thinking maybe July would probably be the earliest. Yes. Yeah. And then you, you would like to, you'd probably think that they'd want to have somebody in place by the start of next school year at the absolute latest. Right. I think the latest they would want it is August 1st, just so they're in the office ready to meet people come the first day of school. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that certainly makes sense. And this is a story we'll continue to follow as it unfolds. Yeah. You know, I got to say, Martindale's retirement, his, his kind of departure, it comes at a time where this seems to be a key stretch of months for the district in terms of the long-range facilities and bond planning committee. Mm -hmm, Definitely. So school district facility needs and wants have definitely been a topic of choice and discussion of College Station residents this year. This really started last fall when the College Station School Board approved BLK architects to conduct a facilities condition assessment and develop a long-range facility plan for the district. So at the board's February meeting, a VLK official provided an update on the progress to the board by giving an overview of the process, some takeaways from the assessment, and then the next steps. Yeah, you know, if you haven't seen this report from VLK, which is on the College Station School District website, mm-hmm. it, it's a lot. Like, yeah. There's a lot to digest there. Mm-hmm. They, they gathered information from district and campus administrators. They had a concert, comprehensive review of all district facilities and mm-hmm. They, they gave the school district several documents. They had a curation report, capacity analysis, uh, facilities condition assessment. They had a high school athletic facility comparison, mm-hmm. educational adequacy, I mean, index. There's so mu- there was yeah. so much to digest. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, so in that February meeting, the VLK official, who was Melissa Fleming, said that in the past the district has been more growth-driven. Um, so bond programs have been a way of responding to that. But she added that right now they're seeing growth of College Station kind of slowing and stabilizing. So this really is the perfect time for the district to potentially recreate and improve upon what's already here and establish what they need to grow and look towards for the future. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you look at the last 20 years for mm-hmm. the, the last, the, since the turn of the century. I mean, it, it's been, they've been adding schools left right. and right. I mean, it's, it, the district has grown a lot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in response to all this, Cass, the, the school board, they chartered that, that committee to study and make recommendations regarding the mm-hmm. district's facility needs. Yeah, 
Yeah. So that committee, it's going to be called the Long Range Facilities and Bond Planning Committee. And the district outlined plans for the committee during a special board meeting earlier this month. And the committee is actually going to be comprised of 48 members of the community. And they'll meet six times between April 4th and May 8th. And the list of the committee members, it's online. People can access it. But it includes members of the public, includes parents, grandparents, six students, business leaders, civic leaders, educators, administrators, community members, and retirees. So these community members and committee members will be split into six tables of eight people during these meetings, and each will include a high school student. Yeah, you think it's a good thing for them to have a current student at each table? Yeah, I absolutely do. Um, Just thinking about the opportunity for these students to be able to sit down with their community and talk about their needs and their wants alongside these members of the community, I think it's going to be very beneficial. Well, I guess what people might also want to know is what what's this committee exactly going to do? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they're meeting six times. There's a lot of information that I addressed. What's yeah. kind of the outline of, of their their kind of, you know, vision and purpose? Yeah. So Lizzie Johnson is a third party facilitator and she kind of came into a board meeting and talked to the board through what each meeting was going to entail. Um, So during the first committee meeting, the process, timeline, vision, and the end goal will be established. So by that first meeting, these committee members are going to have an idea of what's going to come. So projects since the district's last bond will be reviewed, and a district finance official will administer a finance 101 as an introduction to what the financial decision could be. So a demographic report will be given given during the second meeting with a high-level facility needs assessment detailing the pressing needs at each level of the district. On one Saturday morning, committee members will be led on a facility tour to gain firsthand knowledge and actually see what their decisions could do. So at the fourth committee meeting, a project priority presentation will be given wherein members will be asked to prioritize the projects into ones, so high-level, immediate needs for safety, security, and student learning, twos, which will be projects the district needs but could hold off on for a little bit, and then threes are projects that could be pushed to the next bond proposal, so their needs but not pressing at this time. Also during this meeting, the committee will be told how much it costs for upgrades to happen in an educational setting, which also taking inflation to account. Um, it's a big deal, and people don't really consider, you know, if you're renovating a bathroom at your home, it's very different than renovating a bathroom for thousands of students who use it multiple times a day, um, which I thought was really interesting. So following that meeting, a priority workshop will be given to each committee member to build their own hypothetical bond without a budget. So, And then a financial advisor will speak at the fifth meeting and discuss what bonds mean for the tax rate, as well as talk them through ballot language. The committee will then build an actual bond at its table and vote one more time following that meeting. So meeting six is where the bond package development will actually take place. Wow. Yeah. Uh, It sounds like the committee's really got their work cut out for them. Absolutely. (laughs) And I think they're geared up and ready to go. So I'm excited to see. Yeah. You know, it definitely seems like there's community interest to be involved and and that's what they're getting as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So Lizzie Johnson, who I mentioned before, she's going to be facilitating it and um, has said that these committee meetings, they're really going to be a community effort. So, yeah. You know, what's interesting to me is that, you know, the, the board members were told, I think by Lizzie, that, mm-hmm. you know, what's discussed in those committee meetings, they, sh- they shouldn't be kept a secret. You know, right. They, she wants them to go out and talk about this with community members, their neighbors, other people, so they don't, you know, 
make up what's going on in those meetings mm-hmm. and it's like well i heard this or oh i heard they were doing that like right. no they want to be transparent about it yeah i'm really excited about that and just to hear what the community is feeling and get the committee's feedback and everything so so what's kind of the end game with this planning committee. Yeah, absolutely. So it looks like it's headed toward at least one bond election in November. Um, and other needs are going to be identified, obviously, and and future bond packages could come out of this as well. Um, so the board, they must have a bond decision um, made by the second week of August to be placed on the November ballot. So this could happen pretty quickly, but they have some time to really talk through it and discuss it. Yeah, it seems like, you know, it, I mean, you look at it like that's going to all happen potentially this year. But right. I mean, it's it there is some time to really kind of think and digest about what's mm-hmm. actually going to happen. And, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I'm guessing that, you know, the, the recommendations, you know, they'll be brought to the school board. I'm sure mm-hmm. a lot of those things we brought, but I guess maybe not everything could maybe go on the bond package either. Right, right. Yeah. So they'll be discussing everything from the little things to the big things. So I'm excited to see what that bond comes about. Cool. Yeah. Well, I think we've covered a lot of ground yeah. and not a lot of time on this podcast. So <laughs> do we miss anything? Oh, I think we're good. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of the Eagles News Podcast. We'll be back soon for more content for you guys.